Welcome to the Wisdom Club podcast, where we talk to inspirational business leaders in our community that inspire us to lead a life full of wisdom and build a business as worthy of our wildest dreams. I'm your host, Leo Chen. I'm a tech entrepreneur, real estate advisor, and investor located right here in sunny coastal Orange County, California. And the goal of this podcast is to expand your mind and share what's possible. That we, you know, get to do these now nowadays because of Zoom and all that kind of stuff. It wasn't that long ago. Like we, it's a very difficult to kind of do this kind of thing. So I'm I'm so glad to be able to do that. We have uh, one big thing in common is that uh, you also run a uh, podcast for a long time now, and it's uh, I've I think it's over 50 episodes that you you've had and you've been. In, um, um, I listened to so many of them, and they there's so many great guests, you know, on your podcast. And so uh, those of you who are listening, like just go directly there and just, you know, um, uh, subscribe to it and uh, keep an eye out. Um, so Kara, uh, uh, for the audience and for everybody listening to this for the first time and also meeting you for the first time, like take us through like your journey up to this point. We know that you are, you know, a great entrepreneur and have been in uh, real estate for a really long time and have a lot of inspiring um, story and journey that you went through to share. So uh, take us back to, you know, kind of all where, where it all started. Where it all started. Uh, well, it's funny because I've actually been in real estate since uh, since I got out of college. Um, but I I thought I wanted to do I was actually a finance um, major and international business, and so I my parents kind of had this vision of me going and touring the world and doing global finance and, you know, um, and I worked for Disney consumer products and I did, um, in their global finance department. And so what I found at that time was that I didn't want to do that. <laughs> so when I was, um, graduating, I thought, gosh, I don't know what I want to do. And one of my good friends who I'm still very good is a dear friend today. Um, she was working with the builder in real estate and said, Kara, I think you would really love this. And hence, um, and she was right because I started with the builder and just kind of have fallen in love with real estate and it's changed, you know, that was in 2004. So, um, obviously there's been a lot of changes in the market from that time until now. Um, but that's where I started. I started with a, working with a builder. Um, one of the really great things about that experience is that the builder I worked with, which is a national builder, NVR, so Ryan Holmes, NV Holmes, um, they had a really great training program where they really taught you how to, how to work with clients, like how to have consultative, um, productive conversations with clients. And so we were really taught how to ask good questions. Um, we were, we were taught to sell pacemakers before we were taught to sell homes, because it's really whatever you're selling, it's really about um, diving into what the client needs first, and then figuring out how can I help them get there. So like, let's dive in real deep to the goal. And then how can I help move them along a process, right? So, um, so that was really an amazing experience to start with. Um, then I, oh, wait, happened. Um, and I was sitting in a model home. I'm somebody that that needs to be around people. Um, I like being around people. And I was seeing maybe one person a week in this model home. And it was just, my energy was so low. Um, and at the time, my, um, my boyfriend at the time was moving to California. 
And uh, so I ended up deciding to go, you know, over to Monterey, California. So I don't know if you know this, but I did live in Monterey. I've lived in Burbank, California, and I've lived in, um, so I have lived on your coast um, and lived in Monterey for a small time. Um, it was a good lesson in what a relationship should not look like. Let's just say it that way. <laughs> um, and so, uh, but a lot of great growth through that time. Uh, what I also, it's interesting because, you know, I was in my late twenties, I guess at that time. And so I was, I'd had a lot of success working in real estate up until that point. And so I was very, to some degree naive, like I just thought, well, I'm going to move here and I'm just going to, of course I'll be successful. Of course I'll find a job and all these things. And, um, you know, that was, I didn't realize I was moving to a resort town. <laughs> where the industry was tourism and nobody was really going there at that time. And of course, real estate wasn't um, too great either then. So uh, I ended up moving back and um, had a brief job in an in inside sales um, company and I or doing inside sales for a company and I did not like it. So I went back into real estate and um, built my business in the DC metro area um, then I was asked by my company to manage um, a few of their real estate offices. And so for the next few years, I managed several uh, real estate offices throughout the DC metro area. So in um, in Chevy Chase, DC, Logan Circle, and then um, Arlington, Virginia. So that was an incredible experience as well. But um, what I found is that I didn't really love working for someone else. Um, and I loved being able to create my own journey again. And I missed really working at a more personal level with clients. So I loved being able to inspire and work with agents and help them build their businesses. And I was really good at that, but I wanted to go back and, and kind of work with clients again and build my own team using all that I'd learned, you know, in that year in in those times. So so that was in 2019. And then, you know, here we are today. And uh, we just expanded our business from the DC metro area into Annapolis as well. So we serve both markets. And it's all a long trying out way of, of telling my journey, but that's it. <laughs> well, I mean, um, I just, um, you know, me, uh, as we talked about before coming from the tech world, um, I'm so fascinated with people's journey, uh, such as yours, with that kind of a long tail journey around, you know, real estate. Um, I did not know that you had such extensive, you know, managing, you know, uh, experience, you know, in multiple offices, um, me working in tech, I was in, you know, management um, as well. And so um, I think that really, I mean, to me in life, you all need to, everybody needs to learn how to do something themselves. Everybody needs to be able to teach that and be able to manage and inspire the people to be able to have some sort of experience. We're not asking you to be, you know, the greatest at it unless you're really great at it. Right. And then we all need some sort of, of, of a calling to say, Hey, this is my thing. And I'm going to just, you know, go all out in this because this is what, uh, what aligns with me. And this is, I have a, you know, a bigger goal in mind rather than working for someone else. One of the big reasons I left my tech job is because I didn't want to work for someone else forever. Right. Um, you know, it's very, I'll just go to it in short real quick, because I worked for them for a long time. And in IT, normally for a company, you don't make uh, you IT is an expense. Mm -hmm. You know, IT is not 
a revenue generating, you know, uh, department. And everybody like, right. once you, you have, oh, I have to call IT again, I can come and fix this thing. Or the, like, it's always like a burden, but we didn't run it that way. You know, I ran it as joyful as I could to say, hey, anything you need, I'm here, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to give you a plan. And by this such and such, this will get taken care of and you can do your thing. In the meantime, we'll give you this, da, 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 da. so we give them present solutions as well as future solutions so they don't run into that kind of stuff. Uh, but also we uh, we were also uh, client facing in terms that we were managing a lot of systems uh, for clients. We had applications we were building from, we have websites that we we're building that were 24 seven. So we were, I, we were also operating this revenue generating side of the business where we were bringing in, you know, over a million dollars, you know, a, a year in revenue, I pay for all my staff, wow. pay for all the operational costs, pay for all the equipment and everything for the whole company, right? It was like a free service, you know, literally for the company. And year <laughs> over funny. year, we made all that money for them. And I said, you know, that's great and everything, but I'm taking a salary and um, how long am I going to do this for, right? Um, yeah. And wanted to really do something myself. And I didn't want to start another um, technology company just because I went through all that grind of building and all that stuff. And I know how fast paced that is. And it's going to be for a long time because every, uh, you know, things new are coming out every single day, even us in real estate, we can see that, you know, yes. that things are, things are new every single day. And I didn't want to chase that kind of a rat race. I wanted to uh, also work with people instead of machines. And so that calling was mine. And so, um, you know, I, I just see a lot of similarities to kind of your transition, like, well, I'm working for someone and it's great and it's rewarding helping other people but I really wanted to do that you know so um yeah. I really you know uh, you know appreciate that aspect but um I well and one know... thing there too that's actually yeah. the re the person because you and I know each other from Jen Cudmore who we've worked with um yes. and yes. she's an incredible coach and so she's really the one that also gave me the courage you know to um say okay yeah I think I can do this and and really align I think the way that I've done business before and do it now is is different and um and understanding okay how do I really fully align with like who I'm meant to be in the world what are my best gifts? And then how do I incorporate that into my business and then allow myself to put that out? And then of course, just business then to naturally flow a little bit easier than, yeah. um, than like the hustle grind part of it. So anyway, yeah, yeah but yeah. no, it's, it's great. I'm, I'm glad, glad you brought that up. Um, because, um, I, I look around the internet, I talk to people who are entrepreneurs, and there's more and more of them all the time, because everybody wants to do their own thing, they have a new, unique value, they have unique talents that they want to do. But um, a lot of times, they're not aligned, they're doing something else that's just to, you know, pay the bill, but it's not lighting them up. And uh, we run in small circles of uh, people that uh, really help with that. And I, th I, I think they're just I mean, they're, they are like, you know, angels of our, you know, world because they have this unique talent of being able to pull these things out of us. And yeah. so uh, those people who are listening out there right now, look up Jen Cudmore, C-U-D-M-O-R-E. Um, she's out of, out of Australia, but um, but she, um, it's all she does is dig, dig inside someone's soul, <laughs> if yeah. you will, and kind of pull out what it is from you. And it's not anything that she's making up. She's, you know, asking very specific questions, being extremely intuitive about um, how you carry yourself, how you vocalize, how you, um, what lights you up, 
uh, what drags you down and then uh, be able to point that out uh, to you because I, so many things that she pointed out to me, I did not know, you know, about myself. And so a lot of people ask, well, how do I brand myself? What is my unique, you know, proposition? What, and she would be the perfect person for like everybody. And I would just say everybody should at least talk to her once and say like, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. What do you suggest? And and go from there. And she runs some free uh, webinars too. So go look her up. Yes. You will be, uh, thank me later. Yes. <laughs> and know? specifically also, um, so she does some money workshops and it's also like, what are the aligned strategies that that really connect with who are you are in the world that allow you to use yeah, like who you are to bring in money, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. So that it it's just strategies that feel more aligned. So yeah, absolutely. She's got some great workshops. Um, it's like it's the full, it's the full Monty. It's, it's everything like, <laughs> you, you know, yeah. um, uh, I, I, I want to just shout it to the world. Like everybody go see her. And then, you know, and then if you, if she can't help you, nobody, can, you, you, That's know? True. <laughs> you know, but, you know, so many entrepreneurs out there, I just, I just see the theme over and over. How do I, you know, how do I brand myself and how do I know who I am? And so I can put that out into the world. So, um, yeah. Anyway, uh, good, you know, great shout out to Jen out there. Um, so, yeah. uh, so you, um, I'm so curious about what it was like in the builder world when you started, because it's very unique. I've never heard that before that the builder were actually doing uh, some uh, uh, some teachings, you know, for you know newer agents and, and newer uh, salespeople like you. Um, because if I were to start out today, uh, that would not be the first place I'd go, right? Right. To, to yeah. Kind of get educated and get get learned up on like what are all the ins and outs and how do I actually you know, run my business and help clients and sell homes or, you know, find clients and sell homes. Right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Know, so, so what was that like? So um, really incredible. I mean, the, so I think that NVR does do things a little differently. I don't know that many other builders have the level of training that they do, although they also specifically recruit um, from colleges. So I think that they have to have uh -huh. some you know, level of, uh, some more training perhaps because of that. Um, but I mean, it was a, a pretty intense training. So we went for two full weeks where they literally just trained us on, um, it's called PSS or professional selling skills. It's a program that you can buy and companies, I think, invest in it. I I'm sure it's still out there today, but in essence, the whole point of it was to it's needs-based selling. So it's figuring out what's the they call it the need behind the need. So somebody may say, well, um, oh yeah, really, I really want a good, a great kitchen. Well, what does a great kitchen look like to you? Well, um, like, tell me more. I mean, it's really digging down to get the very, the specifics because most people naturally, I think, and even salespeople, um, ask one question deep or maybe two. Very rarely do people ask tell me more about that. I really want to understand what you're meaning. What I'm hearing you say is X, Y, Z. Did I get that right? I mean, it's a, it's a very specific process of, of getting there. So, so I think for, um, for a young person like myself at that time who didn't, had no exposure to that, it was so powerful. But what I found is that since being and managing in offices, I mean, there's no really training in a lot of brokerages would teach 
how do you, you know, the contract, um, how to get business. But then once you have it, what do you do with that business? Like, how do you take through someone through a process? It's there. That's not usually taught. So that was a big focus for me when I was teaching agents, because it's one of the most important skills, I believe. Um, and it sets mm-hmm. you apart then as an advisor versus just an agent. Mm-hmm. So, so that was really interesting. The other thing that they did uh, as part of the building process was, you know, I spent a whole month in production. So I spent a whole month learning about how the homes were built and going on many mm-hmm. inspections and seeing the framing process and, you know, the whole gamut. So, um, so it's just a great education really to, um, to, you know, the home from literally the ground up um, and, and then pretty they would do secret shopping. So, I mean, you would have to really be on your toes with taking somebody through a process when they came through your model home and you had to do test outs, you know, so they would test you every year to make sure that you were so anyway, but, um, but, you know, is it, it, I thrived in it because it was, um, I loved the culture of teaching and training and kind of making, helping each other be better. What I didn't like was, you know, when you're selling a home, a new home, you have to get somebody to buy that home. Right. So, so you try to get to the knee behind the knee, but then you're like, but this is really that, you know, and maybe it's not. Um, so what I like about, you know, what we do now is I can, I don't have to sell them a particular home and it's all about really learning the goals, but so it's like taking all the lessons, but then not pressure some pressuring somebody into buying right then and there it's like, that's yeah. like ultra like low inventory right <laughs> your inventory yes. is this track of homes and you have five like, models i have five whatever. homes yeah. i have to sell five homes so yeah so you're basically like no i don't know that yeah. that really is the most important thing what about this thing yeah. you said was really yeah. important you know yeah. but anyway um so it was it, but it was a great experience and um for sure um yeah they're a great company yeah, I, I will say that I have clients that come to me and say, we only want a new home, right? And then like, okay, you know, that at least, you know, we know like that this is you, what you got to work with, you know? Yes. Um, but then when yes. they didn't find exactly what they wanted in a new home, I'm like, well, you know, resale homes can be very nice, you know, it's all, you know, <laughs> let's just find the ones that are all redone and somebody took good care of it. So, um, yeah. so anyway, that's the whole uh, real estate sales side. Yeah. Of it. Um, well, and, and there's so- some interesting things too, like the builder, I mean, the way you negotiate with a builder and knowing kind of how to negotiate on, you know, the options and, um, and also just where they are in the sales cycle. I mean, sometimes they have more ability to flex on price based on if they've got a takedown and they've got to take down a certain amount of lots. I mean, you've got more power. So anyway, just, right, you know, right, I could go on, right, but it's right, very right. interesting. <laughs> I, I think that's, I think that's something a lot of, I would probably say most agents, you know, don't have an experience where they think like, okay, I'll walk you, I'll show you, show it to you. And then like, we're, we're done. The the builder takes over from that. And there's so many, I, I'm going through a transaction right now where um, uh, actually I have a, a client that wants to buy in Vegas. I referred somebody in Vegas for, for her, uh, but, oh my God, I mean, they just did not like each other from the moment they met, you know, oh, no. and, but, but, the, but the paperwork is signed that she's already walked them through the door, you, right. know, you know, what do we do? And to kind of salvage that, I said, Hey, listen, I'm going to take care of this for you. Um, you just deal with me. Right. And um, the other agent will just be silent, but she's technically on paper. And then, so I've been doing this thing with the builder back and forth, and um, we're going to close here in the, in the next week. But, uh, but there's a lot of, 
the things that happen in between, especially nowadays with builders. I, I purchased a, a new new home myself. I didn't have any issues at that time. You know, it was just like sign and it's built. Here you'll do your walkthrough, you hand me the keys, and then you know there's warranty behind that. But um, but but I can really um appreciate someone like you that had that kind of build up especially sounds like a really great builder that took the care to take care of you so that you can take care of you know the, the sales and the clients as well so um you know things that people yeah. don't know nowadays <laughs> <laughs> i know no it's interesting yeah and it also is like is it a production builder or is it a custom builder there's so many different like nuances right. and right. you know things to ask but um but yeah it's um and good for you for taking over your your well, there was the only way it was the only way that she was going to get what she wanted. Mm. Because in my honest opinion, she was uh, she did not know the industry, she doesn't know how to buy a home. And she has all these very specific expectations for her. And then um, I'm literally the only person she trusts. Mm. So whatever yeah. she had question about, I have to navigate it for her that things that she can't do, so that we can get that get the stuff together because it's either me or no home because right. i don't know that anybody was going to cover all the things that she was wondering about and and everything every single day was getting emails about stuff and that's not how it's supposed to be in new build new builds are supposed to be much easier yeah she wanted yeah. to negotiate you know everything down to the the, the cost of notary you know oh, geez. Um, yeah and so <laughs> right. um and so luckily we have a good, you know, working rapport with each other, mm -hmm. but anyone else, I mean, I think other agents would, you know, would probably walk just because they don't mm -hmm. know her personally. And right. so, so, so I'm, I'm glad. And I mean, it's going to close and, you know, so it's, this has been a 40 day, you know, process so far, you know, but, mm -hmm. uh, but you know, it's going to happen. So I'm glad for her. I just want the best for her because if she didn't get the home, yeah. that's a sad thing, you know? So uh, yeah. you know, it was more about getting her what she wanted. So, mm -hmm. um, so I think it's going to be fine, but, um, let's go back to you though. Yeah. Um, uh, now that I know, like you have this, uh, extensive, uh, I, I probably would have asked you a few questions about, about new builds <laughs> and, and how you navigate that. Cause I never, I never was worked in, you know, and new builds, you know, on the, on the sales side or how they work. And I know they have their specific process, but, uh, well, we can, we can, uh, well, another we can, time. Yeah. We'll yeah, do another, yeah, one. We can do that for another time. <laughs> yeah. um, so, um, in man, I mean, did you, you, you enjoyed managing, uh, but, uh, uh, when you made that transition, I know that was impactful for me is that when I made that transition, what that, what that feeling and, and experience experience was like. Now I'm coming from a different industry into a new industry. So maybe a little different for me, I'm coming in super fresh. Uh, you already had experience in the industry. And so was it kind of like hit the ground running? Like, hey, I've got my plan. You know, I'm sure mm -hmm. you're doing business plans with other agents every year. So you had your own plan. And like, how how did that go? And how did you end up with two markets? I guess is, is a good question too. Yeah. Um, so let's see. So that transition, you know, honestly, it was really hard. I was pregnant, um, with my third, he's now three and a half. Um, so, but I was pregnant when I sought out Jen actually. And it was really because I, I did love certain aspects of the management role. Um, I felt like I loved being able to inspire others to kind of think of a bigger vision for their business and I just think 
naturally more strategically about the business. And I felt like there was a lack of that in terms of the teaching and the materials that were going out there to help agents kind of create a business for themselves. Um, so I enjoyed being able to help coach them and really see them succeed in a big way. Um, but like I said, I just felt kind of like I wanted to do that again and I was missing that. And so I sought out Jen, but I was scared because I was, um, pregnant and I, I felt like one of the reasons I got into management too, was because I thought I would work a little bit more quote unquote, like normal of a schedule too, and have, um, more time with my family, but I actually felt like I was having less time than I thought. And so, but I also was like, okay, I'm pregnant. I'm about to have a baby. And, you know, then going back into business for myself seems kind of a scary time to do it because I've got a newborn. Um, but I worked with Jen and uh, who we talked about our Jen Cudmore and we kind of just, you know, made a plan. We started thinking about, okay, how could I do this in a way where it was aligned with who I am and who I was in the world. And so that my brand would just naturally um, attract in the right people, um, versus me having to like hustle and cold call and things that I just don't like doing. And I, they're not the things that have brought me business, you know? Um, so, you know, I'd say it was, it was scary because it felt like even though I had been in real estate since 2004, it was still a leap of faith jumping into my own business again. And then like needing to then feed a family of five, right? Um, and having a newborn at home and all of those things. Now I did have childcare and help. So um, I'd all, I've always had help with my kids. So that was, um, I did, you know, have help there and support. It's not like I was a stay at home, going to be a stay at home mom. I mean, I've always been in business, but, um, but still it was scary. Um, but um, I just kind of, you know, leapt into it and, I brought, I mean, I think my, I went on a listing appointment when Lucas was two weeks old and my mother-in-law was with me and she was driving around the block with him <laughs> so that I could meet with my clients and they were referred to me. I just didn't want to be, I didn't want to say when I came in, like, um, can I bring in my baby, you know? So, um, so she's driving around. So finally we had a, you know, it was like an hour in and we, by then, like I had told them that I, it just came up that I just had a baby and my mother-in-law was driving around and they're like, Oh my God, bring her in. So, um, so anyway, I mean, it, it, I did it. He came to several closings. He would go with me to photographers. Um, so it was just a different way of doing business. Um, I also funny enough, um, I was very pregnant. I was two weeks before about, about to deliver. And I went on a listing appointment and was talking to these sellers and, you know, we had a whole plan. I had support. So I had, um, a, somebody that was helping me with, um, the listings as well. And, um, and so she came with me and I didn't feel like I needed to tell them that I was pregnant. Cause I felt like it was kind of obvious, but I, and they didn't say anything. And so then two weeks later we're talking and I think the photographer was meeting over there and, and I was like, Oh, I'm just in the hospital right now. Cause I just had a baby. Um, but don't worry. Like, you know, uh, Anna's going to be there and da, 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 da. And they were like, what you're pregnant. I was like, 
Yes, I was very pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> well, you must have had a, you must have had a good what uh, what I hear anyway. Women say, "Oh, you have good pregnancy because yeah, you know, you're not right. you're not like you know uh, not able to move and because some 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 women you know have like you know a, a lot to carry yeah. on and very it's blessed. Like, yeah, yes, yeah, with yeah. a very um with a pregnancy that that I you know I had yeah. easy pregnancies so to speak. But um but anyway, yes, it was it was scary and it was this kind of big leap of faith and I was and I said to my husband I was scared because I said how you know we've got this management uh, income that's a w2 income and you know it is a little scary to go back into even though I had all the confidence that it would happen and that I would be able to do it um it was still scary and he said Kara like I I can't listen to you talk about this anymore because you're clearly meant to do this and I'll support you and you have my support. And that was really kind of like what I needed to hear and was grateful to, you know, I'm grateful to have a husband that's very supportive and a great partner. Um, and, you know, he will do the kids lunches and he does a lot of the yeah, things that yeah. I'm quite frankly, not as good at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, it allows me to then do the things that I do really well. I'm, I'm, so. Uh, I'm so fascinated by this because, um, you know, I just, a lot of times you, you talk and I just feel alignment with you. Not that I was getting pregnant or anything, but, you know, I was, you know, have, I have my puppy and, uh, you know, everybody tells me like, and everybody knows like, oh, if I take on a new puppy, I don't want to leave it home all day and me going off to work and things like that. So luckily she's a COVID puppy. And so I was home and working from home and things like that while, you know, I was, you know, potty training her and all that kind of stuff, you know, and then, uh, she got old enough and she learned how to, you know, have car rides and stuff like that. So she just goes to showings and appointments with me all the time. Oh, um, I love if she has, that. Yeah. So if she has to stay in the car, she's totally fine. Um, but all of our clients say like, oh, can we see her? Can we, can we, oh. can we greet, you know? And so she gets to come out and, you know, so a, a lot of clients that have met her, you know, all always want to see her anytime we have a meeting. You know, and so I think it just kind of brings the personal side of of uh, of us because, like, hey, I'm not just a realtor; like, I'm actually, you know, running a family here too, and you right. know, we're trying to you know grow a baby in my belly and things like that. <laughs> you know, so right. so that's that was the first thing that struck me, and I, I think in our business as as business owners, we just do whatever we need to do while we are living our lives. Um, I call my yeah. business lifestyle business because I love homes I love people and their families and try to help them and I also love the lifestyle here we we have around the beaches and uh, things like that and so it's very much you know in align with how I want to live and I want to give that kind of lifestyle to you know my clients um, so that was yeah. that was one thing that struck me as you were talking about that I mean sounds really nerve-wracking when you're in it and you're like oh my god is it am I not professional or like you know right. I have a baby and like but but it's the opposite people really are drawn to you because because of that and yeah. number two with what you talked about with transitioning and sorry my camera froze up for a sec um with my with, with transitioning to uh, another business is that I was just reading a book recently and I think everybody should read this book it's called the tools it's probably the mm -hmm best book that I have read in the last, I would say, at least three to five years. Um, and 
he talks about the constant of our lives, that no matter what's happening, as long as you are alive, three things that will always exist in your life is that you're always going to experience some sort of pain at some point uh, on a daily basis, you know, whether they're minute or a larger one, we just go through things that causes pain. Uh, number two is that there's um, always a constant uh, feeling of uncertainty. Right? Mm. There's always uncertainty. This is just going to be part of life. If you're alive and you're breathing, like there's uncertainty in life. And <laughs> our uncertainty uh, heightens when we do what we do, like doing a transition, like, oh my God, how, how are we going to do this? I had a W-2 and now this, right? So I experience exactly the same thing and still experience that, you know, today. Yeah. Um, and, and number three, um, uh, number three is that you will always have to work. You know, I know we're not talking about necessarily work for money and things like, but you have to work at something like mm -hmm. it takes energy and work to run a family to, it takes energy to feed ourselves. It takes energy to go out and, you know, find clients and, and do all this kind of stuff. So if we just succumb to this reality, right. You know, yeah. of always going to be pain. It's expected, always going to have uncertainty and always have to work, always have to work something till the day we die. Mm -hmm. you know, then, yeah. then we can live a, you know, sounds weird, but a world of more certainty, right? That these <laughs> things are certain that this is going to happen. And so yeah. that we can, we can just, you know, it, it makes it easier for us because when we fight against things that we can't change, we struggle. Yeah. Right. right. He, he said something, he said something really, um, really profound to me is that if you're going to fight against nature, that if you don't want the sun to come up today, like you're going to be very disappointed, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, every single yeah. day, you know, because those are just external things that we can't change. Right. Right. And so, uh, you know, I, uh, the, the whole thing is that just knowing what to expect in your life. And we expect those things. We tend not to be surprised. You know, why yeah. are you surprised that you feel uncertain and you should, we're human. We should, we should do that. Yeah. Right? So. And it's interesting. Cause I also heard somebody say one time to me, I mean, and it's true. I mean, you, there is a sense of security when you have a W2 income. Right. And so like, as opposed to being a solopreneur or a business owner running your own team, but on the other hand, it's like, is that certainty? Because they could you could be gone tomorrow. I mean, everybody's disposable, right? So right, right. it's almost like it is security, but it's also like a false sense of security to some degree because um, I, and I think that's where I just realized I was like, I just want to be in control of that decision. And the only way I'm going to be in that control of that decision is if I'm the business owner, right? right, right. Um, so, I mean, of course, not everybody may see it that way, but, um, but you know, that's how um, no absolutely absolutely see it. absolutely i i think it's a false sense of security because we don't live in the 50s or 60s where everybody had a job you know mm -hmm. almost 100% right you worked for someone and as long as you got a good job you were set you know and you pensions you know, a, like all the yeah, things yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, white picket fence and, you know, two and a half kids and, you know, car in the right. driveway, things like that. We just don't live in that world anymore. Mm -hmm. and, but at the same time, we have so much more different opportunities to pick from, but we have to pick something. And um, I was just talking to someone, I mean, this, this could be very, uh, 
a lot of people out there right now are feeling a lot of uncertainty because there are a lot of layoffs happening. You know, I was just talking to someone yesterday uh, that's my neighbor, but he just told me he just got laid off. And I, and mm-hmm. I said, well, what are you going to do? Well, he he has no problem getting another job, but he doesn't want another job. <laughs> Right. So well, that's said, a nice well, problem to have. Yeah. So I said, let's sit down and just kind of talk about, you know, your options. I'm happy to just kind of share a little bit, you know, what I've learned in my life. And hopefully that's helpful to kind of give you some more clarity. So we sat down for an hour and we just talked a bit. Um, so, uh, but back to you. Um, tell us about your business today. Like, uh, you know, what's your team look like? Um, you know, are you, you're happy with your uh, kind of where you are in production? What's, what's 20, 2023 looking like for you guys? Yeah. Well, um, we, so we serve the DC metro area. I mean, the nice thing about kind of DC metro and then, you know, more recently we've expanded into Annapolis. Um, really I have a small team, so I'm kind of the main, um, person, but then I have showing partnerships that assist with our buyer clients. And then, um, also have uh, a bigger administrative support team. So um, that kind of allow me to run the podcast and then social media and digital strategy um, video and, you know, the other things. So it's really kind of a um, more me, but then I've got great levels of support, which works for me right now. Uh, what I kind of see as we expand is bringing on um, more agents to help support our clients as we grow. Um, and so that's kind of going into the next probably like two to three years, we'll start adding more um, showing partners, partners, but also more buyer agents um, and agents that can assist our clients. But um, in terms of the market and kind of what we're seeing, I mean, we're we're lucky to some degree because the DC area has the government as their employer. So, um, and if that, you know, goes bust, then, then, you know, we're in a world of trouble for a lot of reasons. Right. So, um, so our area has always been pretty well supported um, and, you know, prices while what we've seen just in the general market has been a shift since the spring of last year and things were a little bit slower in the fall. Um, there were more price adjustments and, um, you know, through the fall, I would say, but, um, but it's still very stable. I mean, depending on the the neighborhood, there's still very low inventory. And so, and it's still a really desirable place to be. Um, what we've seen uh, is that a lot of people from other metro cities. So uh, I've always thought that the DC metro area is is undervalued as a metro market. And saying that to people here might seem funny because prices seem really high. But when you compare them to New York or LA or San Francisco or Miami, I mean, we just don't have, um, we haven't had, you know, as high prices as those areas typically. Um, now that's, I think, changing because what's been interesting is there's been more tech companies that have now come into the DC area. So we're seeing, um, you know, of course, Amazon has their headquarters in Arlington, right outside DC, Google, Apple kind of um, migrating our way. And so as that's happened, again, the money has been coming in and then people, Interestingly, people that have been in DC for a long time that may have more flexibility in their jobs are kind of moving now out to some of the the cities. So actually Annapolis is a natural migration for a lot of people as well, which has been super interesting to um, 
you know, kind of follow the money and see where the money is moving. I think, have you ever gone onto, there's a website actually that actually follows the money and kind of where it's moving location wise. Have you, do you know that website? Um, um, I've looked at some data of kind of migration patterns, but which one uh, do you, do you like going to? I'll have to find it. Cause I'm thinking I I've been on it. I'll find it and maybe attach okay. it to, I can yeah, send yeah. it to you for the show notes. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it is kind of interesting to just kind of follow where things are moving. Um, and so, um, part of my business, honestly, expanding into Annapolis was, uh, I'm from the Annapolis area originally, um, have lived really in the DC area, my, my adult life, but my childhood was Annapolis. And so, and my family's here and, and actually my dad, um, he has dementia and it's, um, it's getting worse. Um, so we, sorry, um, we made the decision to, um, actually after COVID to try to figure out where do we really want, you know, where is our family going to be? And also how can I best help support uh, my dad and the family? So, um, so we, um, moved to, or are building a house in the Annapolis area, but my team is all still in the DC metro area and now Annapolis. Um, so I've got two, kind of two offices, two locations. Um, but that was really the, one of the driving forces was a pullback to, um, to help with family. And then since that has, since that happened, which kind of guided the decision, but it's really been a beautiful, um, path because I love being able to support all the clients that we still have in the DC metro area, and that's not changing and that's still growing and expanding, but then being able to now serve an area that I also love, it's like my two loves DC and Annapolis, um, you know, and to be able to connect with, uh, people again, and actually watch Annapolis kind of really kind of t- take on a different, um, energy and grow as a community, because I think that it's changing and it's getting, you know, better restaurants and better, um, um, small, you know, supporting local, amazing shops that have popped up, you know, over the past, uh, two years. And so that's been kind of fun to see too. So, yeah, so that's Uh, kind of how the growth. Yeah. It sounds like you, you're, you're, um, you know, I mean, at you're expanding, you know, at the moment without necessarily expanding. I know you talk about like maybe bringing more, you know, agents in the next couple of years, but you are uh, by default going to, uh, you know, opening up in the market from kind of where your roots are, which mm-hmm. is, you know, very, you're very connected. You know, we all are very connected to, to our roots. And if we can do that and serve the people, you know, from, uh, where we grew up and stuff like that. It's, it's very, very, very rewarding and, you know, kind of circles back to what we were talking about and just, just aligning ourselves to what the, what the universe wants. Like, don't fight it. <laughs> right? Yeah. Don't yeah. Fight, don't fight the universe. And and it's going to tell you, right. Whether you yes. listen or not, like that's up to you. Right. Exactly. And, and so congrats to you, you know, on that and, and, uh, and still have such a solid, dc metro you know business still running it's a, it's a blessing and yes um, and uh sorry to hear about your father but having you around and being able to be around is going to be you know big for all of your family and so uh we 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 you know uh you know my heart goes out you know to you guys and, no. and for the very best thank you um yeah. so uh 
Uh, I think uh, this is, has been such an enlightening and so, you know, inspiring. And uh, we, we got to see so many, you know, sides of you, you know, through your journey. And um, uh, I know that when new agents come, they're going to um, be so lucky to, you know, even be able to talk Aww. with you and just kind of find out about where, you know, have your guidance with your, your full experience, you know, and all of these parts to come together to, to be a resource for them is, is amazing. Um, I'm jealous because I wish like I could be a new agent in your area. Like, hey, just help me, you know? Um, I uh, love it. You can move to the right coast. So <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I'm, I'm, I'm all for, for exciting changes. Um, I've lived here all of my life and um, I love it here. Don't get me wrong. Um, but sometimes I think about like, you know, let's, you know, turn it upside down for a moment and let's kind of kind of see what, what that looks like. Because we're not, you know, we, we don't, we don't, we only get so much time in our lives to be able to do something like that. So we need to just take our leaps and take our best shots, but you know, you never know. So um, <laughs> yeah, Kara, um, it's been such a pleasure, you know, with you. Um, and uh, as per tradition of our podcast, would you mind, you have a couple of quotes that you like to share I with do. the world and we'd love to hear them and kind of hear what uh, they mean to you. Sure. Well, these are two of my favorite quotes. Um, so uh, the first one is where attention goes, the energy flows. And um, I, it's just kind of encapsulates how I think about the world really, because I think that our energy and how we respond to the world is everything. Uh, and it really kind of creates our reality. And so, and where our attention goes on things, I think has the ability to, it's like, if you're always focused on the things that you don't have, you'll continue to see that when you can focus on what you do have or where you're going or having a clear vision, then I believe that God, the universe just naturally aligns to help you. And that's where, where your attention goes, energy flows, right? Um, and then the other one that I love is um, what may be true for others is not necessarily true for me. And that's a quote by Louise Hay uh, who, for anybody that follows her. Uh, and, and really it's that, you know, I, I think, and I've been saying this a lot to myself, especially in the fall when people were talking about the world is falling, the market's shifting, all the things. And I wasn't experiencing that, right? Um, because what, what may be true for others, I think a lot of times people like to give certain opinions on what they think about, you know, whether it's family giving opinions on where they think your career's going or what you should be doing or this or that, you know, what maybe their reality is not your reality, right? And so um, when people were talking about, oh, the sky's falling, the market's not going to, you know, your business is not going to be the same. Well, that may be true for you, but it's not true for me, right? So what may be true for others is not true for me. So uh, those are two of my favorite ones to live by. Well, I think you embody, you know, both of them. Um, I, I see, I, I see you, you know, online and the things that you're working on and accomplishing and also, you know, seeing you in person when we do get together and do masterminds together. Um, I just see your uh, focus and your attention to, you know, what you're doing for what aligns with you and um, your attention definitely goes, you know, in the right places. Uh, I really appreciate you. And um, uh, we're going to close out here, but I'd love for everybody to 
go to her podcast, which is Soul Inspiring Business Podcast. And I think she's going to be having an announcement on a separate one. So we're we'll, we're looking yes. forward to that as well. The real estate to... show will be coming soon. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's going to be that's going to be amazing because we don't all have twenty years, you know, to to have experience like you had to uh, to be able to share. And you know, if you're into real estate at you know, in any given point, and who isn't right? You all got to live somewhere, you know, and and, right. and you, even if you have to rent, you still have to know about real estate. So uh, when we get when that happens, I'm happy to uh, share that and uh, get everybody on board so that they can you know get all the all the wisdom that you are sharing with us today. Um, Kara, thank you so much for being here and taking the time. I know time is precious, and uh, we appreciate you, and uh, we'd love to have you back again sometime and um, catch us up. Yes. Well, this has been such a pleasure. You know, you're such a gift, Leo, and I'm just so glad that we're connected and, um, and to stay connected because you have such wisdom to offer. And thank you for just inviting me to be on the podcast. It's a real honor. And I love the work that you're doing too. And, and just thank you so much. Thank you, Kara. All right, everybody, we're going to close out and uh, have a great rest of the week in the weekend. And we will be back again for another episode. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure that you subscribe to receive notifications of all new episodes, and please give us a positive review. And if you want to hang out with us live, check out our YouTube channel where you can continue the conversations with me and our guests.